from R.D. Smothers Wealth Management, this is The Retirement. When you retire, if you want an exciting life, you need a boring investment strategy. Matters. Listen, I'm not telling you you've got to work with an independent financial advisor, but if you don't, you will pay for it. Podcast. Hey, this is your host, Dale Smothers, and you're listening to the Retirement Matters Podcast. My hope is that you will find the information you need in every single show on how to do one of the three things, either saving more money more efficiently, planning better for your future where you can live in retirement worry-free, or my favorite, how you can live a happy and fulfilled life in this life you have been given. We know that your time is valuable and we appreciate you spending it listening to this episode of The Retirement Matters Podcast. In today's episode of the Retirement Matters Podcast, I am bringing to you a radio show that we did a few weeks back during the Masters And I always enjoy these types of shows where we take a story and we relate it to where you are or where you could be in retirement planning. This story is a golf story. I think you're going to enjoy it. There are several parallels. There's a really neat pause for positivity at the beginning. But be sure you check out the very end where we're going through the parallels of the story that we do, where we're comparing that to retirement and where you are in your retirement journey. It's going to make a lot of sense to you if you will use that analogy and apply it to your own self. Make sure that you are using the right tools in retirement, depending on where you are in the journey. I hope you enjoy the show. If you do have any comments or questions, we would love to hear from you. 270-600-PLAN or email us at contact at rdswealth.com. Enjoy the show. Good morning to you. I hope you're doing well and you're ready to start discussing all things retirement matters. On today's episode, I want to tell you a story about my oldest son, Andrew, and his first experience ever playing a very specific sport that requires a lot of skill, a lot of thought, and a whole lot of planning. Uh, And then I'm going to relate that to, as much as I can, how you should be planning for retirement. Now, if you've heard this show before, you already know we are very much notorious for uh, bringing up stories in this show And typically, we try to relate those stories to a point that we're making. And with the Masters this weekend, I'm going to bring to you a golf story about my son and I, Andrew, seven years old. The last time we went golfing, I'm going to point out a couple of parallels and draw conclusions on things that took place in that story to make it a little clearer for you on the steps that you should be making in your retirement journey. Now, if you've never heard the show and you're a newcomer, welcome. Uh, We are a firm in Campbellsville and Bowling Green, Kentucky, that helps you plan your retirement. If you're in those areas, if you're hearing this show and you're in the Nashville, Bowling Green, or Campbellsville, Kentucky area, we need to talk. 270-600-PLAN. If you're close to retirement, if you have uh, been seeing the market take some of your money and you're concerned that your retirement may not be on track anymore, or if you are just looking at money and saying, I know this money's setting idle, but I'm afraid of what the market's doing and I don't know what to do with it, we can help you. We've had a lot of people recently that have been talking to us about CDs and bonds and I-bonds and things like treasury notes and all of these things that are secured but still making a decent rate of return. We can help you put money in the right places that protect the principal but also grow the principal at the same time. 270-600-PLAN. 
in numbers. That's 270-600-7526. This is the part of the show where we go to a pause for positivity. And in today's pause for positivity, I want to encourage you, if you have been on a path towards a goal that you know is what you should be doing, you, you have been working towards this goal for many months or years, days, weeks, whatever it may be, you've been working towards a goal. And for whatever reason it may be, you just feel a little bit discouraged. If that's you today, if there's something going on in your life that you need some encouragement for today, I want to tell you a thought and I want you to think about how it applies to you specifically in your life. I want you to do this with me. I want you to think of uh, two plus two. What, what is that? Two plus two. Two, what do you get from two plus two? Four, right? What if you do two times two? What do you get? Well, you still get four. Whether you do a two plus two or a two times two, it's the same result. So why, Dale, wouldn't you just add? It's much easier. Why, why, would, you, why would you do something that's so hard to end up with the exact same result? There are many things that we're going to do in our life. There are many things that you are going to encounter that take a little bit more effort But if done correctly, over a long period of time, add up to much more than it would have been otherwise. Let me explain this a little bit deeper. Two plus two and two times two are the same. At the beginning, they look exactly the same. They yield the same result. But when you take four plus two and you compare it to four times two, Now you've got two entirely different results. And taking that just a little bit further, when you take six plus two and compare that to eight times two, which is what you end up with after your four times two, four times two is eight, eight times two, 16. Now you're comparing the number eight to the number 16. In a matter of four steps, you have doubled your results. As opposed to doing things the easy way, the quick way, you have chosen to do things the more tedious way, the right way, perhaps even the hard way, because you know it will yield the results that you desire. I want to encourage you to continue doing it. There are a lot of things that we do in our life, whether that is a spiritual walk, a mental challenge, a emotional connection that we're trying to build a business that we're trying to build. Maybe it's a financial balance sheet that we're trying to to strengthen. Maybe it's a relationship that we're trying to repair. Or, or maybe it's something so complicated and so serious as raising a child or a grandchild. There's often different ways to go about things. And if you choose the quick and easy path, many times you are simply adding. And if you choose the difficult, long, and tedious path or the more difficult path, you think, man, this is much more challenging and I'm yielding the same result or I'm yielding no result. No additional benefit is coming from me doing it this way. Two plus two, two times two. But if you will continue on the path you're on, change your mindset and do it with conviction, you will see the results. This is true in everything from parenting to mental health, to spiritual health, all the way up to your financial health. There are times where you have to lean on your discipline, knowing that although the result has not appeared today, 
It will be there tomorrow. There's a little bit of discipline, a little bit of faith. But if you do it enough, you see exponential growth in the project that you're working on. So as you go throughout this week and you see or feel or hear discouragement, I want you to continue to think two plus two or two times two. Am I adding or am I multiplying? I feel like most things require us to multiply. It's a little bit more challenging, maybe a little bit slower because we have to think about things. But if you will give it discipline and you will give it time, it will yield exponential growth for you and your family. We talk a lot about living happy. As a firm, our motto is save money, plan well, live happy. And to take this positive thought a little bit deeper, it's going to be impossible for you to actually live happy Even understanding this idea of of multiplication versus addition, if you are comparing what you have to someone else, comparison is the thief of joy. If you are comparing what you have and ranking whether or not you should be joyous about it based off of what others have, you are going to come up short in that equation every single time, especially if you are comparing to someone who is multiple steps down the road from you, whether they are adding or uh, multiplying, whether they're doing it the right and quick and easy way, or they're doing it the hard and tedious way. Again, if you're comparing to someone who is multiple steps down the road to you, it's going to be easy for you to become discouraged. It may even be easy for you to say, well, they're doing it wrong. They have to be adding or they have to be doing it incorrectly. No, the thing is, they could still be doing it right, but you're just steps behind them. You focus on you. If you will focus on you and do it correctly and not consider yourself as behind the eight ball because someone is getting there faster, you're going to find a whole lot more joy in that position. Knowing that you want to be doing the two times two rather than the two plus two, although again, at the beginning, they yield the same result. Do it the right way from the beginning. And if you will do it the right way from the beginning, it won't take you long until you have experienced what you're desiring. The hardest part for you in that situation is going to be to stop moving the goalpost. Too many times we see people who are consistently pushing success farther and farther down the road. We did a pause for positivity on this three or four weeks ago. Do not continue pushing the the success and the definition of success to the horizon because you will never get there. The closer you get to it, the farther away it will get from you. So this week, be thinking, am I doing addition or multiplication? And as long as I'm doing multiplication, as long as I'm doing it correctly, two times two and not two plus two, don't worry if you're only multiplying on an eight or a 16 or a 32. Just keep doing it. I hope you understand what I'm saying. Don't worry if you're on step four or five or six just because someone else is on step 20. Do not compare. Just continue down the path that you know you should be on and the results will follow. All right, that's the pause for positivity today. After this break, we are coming back with a story. And on the back end of that story, we are going to talk to you about how it relates to your retirement journey. You need to be doing the right things at the right time using the right tools. 
and it becomes even more critical as you get close to retirement. If you are within the next two to three years or weeks of retirement, you need to be paying attention to the show. And if you're just interested in what you should be doing when you get close to retirement, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Retirement Matters Show with Dale Smothers. Dale is the founder and president of R.D. Smothers Wealth Management, serving the residents of Kentucky and Tennessee. We specialize in building retirement plans that allow you to walk away from the worry of running out of money. We are happy that you're listening in and hope you find value in this week's episode. If you'd like to listen to past episodes and find exclusive content and full-length interviews, search for the Retirement Matters Podcast on the podcast platform of your choice or visit us online at rdswealth.com. While you're there, be sure to sign up for our free weekly newsletter. That website again is rdswealth.com. Unfortunately, for many retirees, they're simply trading in the stress of work for the stress and worry about their financial future. At R.D. Smothers Wealth Management, our goal is to help build you a retirement plan that provides a smooth transition away from the time clock and into the time of your life. So even if you're still waiting on work retirement, we want to help you retire now from the worry of retirement funding. If you'd like to chat with a member of our team, you can do so absolutely free by calling 270-600-PLAN. That's 270-600-PLAN. Visit us online at rdswealth.com and be sure to sign up for our free weekly newsletter. Welcome back to the show. And as I promised, I'm jumping straight into a story. This story pertains to golf, and I think it's a fitting story due to the fact that we're in the Masters weekend. Right now, as we speak, the Masters are being played. And whether you're a golf junkie or not, you've probably heard of Augusta and the Masters tournament. And we are very much uh, golf fans in my household. As a matter of fact, my son and I went, last time we went golfing, we went uh, to a, a course that has a lake. And this story takes place on the golf course. My son... I decide I'm going to let him play an entire hole with me, but the way it's going to happen is he is going to he's going to play with me as I hit a shot. He's going to go find his ball of the shot that he hits and place it right beside of my ball. So every time we shoot, we're using essentially my ball as the starting point every time, all the way up until we get onto the green, and then I'm going to let him finish out his ball. So I lay out the rules for this particular hoe and my seven-year-old is like, okay, okay. And when we get to the tee box for the hoe, I pull out my driver. Now, if you're not familiar with golf, I'm going to tell you the driver is the biggest golf club. It's got the fattest head. It is essentially the what we would consider the long-hitting club, the one that will send it as far as it possibly can be sent. The problem is that particular club has a lot of variants. It can go left or right. It's very hard to control. Hitting it straight down the middle takes a lot of skill. And sometimes even very skilled players have a hard time keeping it down the middle. You can see it go wide right or wide left. Very far from where we are hoping that ball would go. I step up, I hit my driver, pretty decent drive. My son steps up with a much different type of driver that's fit for him. He hits the drive and it doesn't go nearly as far and it's not nearly as much online. But that's okay. We're playing a game where he can pick his up and put it on my ball. 
So we go to the second ball, and we hit this. Now, this particular drive, it's a par 5. We hit this drive, uh, you know, however far it goes, and I won't brag on my shot because it's not as good as it used to be, but we hit it pretty decent. We get to that ball, and we pick up his ball and place it beside of mine. I go first. I hit my ball. My ball lands right beside of a bunker. Now, if you're not familiar with a bunker, it's a, a hole with sand in it. He picks up his ball, or he hits his ball, and when he does, his ball actually goes to a different bunker setting beside of our ball. It was, a, it was a really bad shot. Well, he rushes over to that ball, and he uses the same club that he was just using, which was a fairway wood. Now, again, if you're not familiar with golf, that is a smaller version of a driver. It's meant to hit a ball from the fairway, from the short grass. He uses that club to try and hit it out of the sand. And he does it four or five times without getting it anywhere close to where he was looking to get it. He First two or three times, he misses the ball entirely. The second or third time, he hits a lot of sand and never gets to the ball. The fourth or fifth time, whichever one it was, he finally hits it, but it doesn't get over the lip of the hole with sand in it. And for that reason, it rolls back in. He hits it the fifth or sixth time, and he gives up. He picks up his ball. We rake the the hole with sand in it called the bunker, which is kind of etiquette for golf. So if you're familiar with what I'm talking about, we rake the bunker, we pick up his ball, we place it beside of my ball now, which is on a green side bunker. Again, a bunker is a hole with sand in it. This bunker is designed to make it harder to get to the green. If you're not familiar with golf, the goal is to get the ball in the hole with as few of strokes as possible. Now, this goes back to my pause for positivity. Let me stop here for a second. If you were talking to a basketball player, they want to score as many points. If you're talking to a golfer, they want to score as few points as possible. So if you're comparing scores, but you're not sure what the rules are, or you're not sure what the game is, are you happy with a low score? Or are you happy with a high score? Again, go back to my pause for positivity. If you tuned in after the break and you didn't hear the pause for positivity, don't compare yourself to others. You're not sure what they're playing, and you're not sure what kind of score you're actually after. Now let's get back to this story. So my son picks up his ball. Now we're working on the third shot. We're in a or beside of a greenside bunker, and I pick out a sand wedge. It's a 60-degree wedge that is designed, it's a club, that is designed to hit the ball up in the air and land close to the pin, or in layman's terms, the hole. I hit my shot fairly decently, and it's laying beside of the hole. Now, when my son picks up his club, he decides to use a putter just because he pulls it out of his bag. He's not even choosing which club he wants to play at this time. He's just having a good time. He takes his putter and he hits the ball. He hits it with perfect contact, exactly as you should hit a putter. But a putter is designed to make the ball roll. This ball rolls directly into the sand. He takes his putter then into the sand. He hits it a couple of times. Again, the putter is designed to make it roll. The ball never rolls far enough to get out of the hole with sand in it. Ah, Out of exhaustion, he picks the ball up takes it and places it right beside of the hole, not even where my ball is, and he puts his putter back in the bag. When he does, he takes out his driver and taps the ball into the hole. 
He then proceeds to go to my ball with his driver and tries to putt it. He can't quite hit the ball good enough to make the ball go into the hole because he's using the wrong club. I'm going to tell you how all of that relates to retirement planning, what you should be doing, the investments you should be buying, and how you should be laying out your plan depending on where you are in your retirement journey. I'm going to do that right after this break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. It's fourth and one with two seconds left in the game. Less than one yard separates you from victory. You have the best running back in the league, but your coach calls a Hail Mary. As silly as that sounds, we see a lot of retirement managers being far too aggressive with your investments when a more conservative play would be a better fit. You have questions. We have answers. Contact R.D. Smothers Wealth Management, 270-600-PLAN. That's 270-600-7526. All right. Hey, welcome back. If you heard the story before this break, I'm going to detail for you what that story relates to in retirement planning. I'm going to break it down each and every step of the way. So let's start on the tee box, which is the beginning of the hole, where we pull out the driver. I want you to think of the driver and the tee box as the beginning of your retirement journey. I want you to think about the type of club that we use, which has a a wide degree of variance. In other words, the ball could be far left, the ball could be far right, but if we do it correctly, it's going to be right down the middle and about 300 plus yards down closer to the hole, a lot closer to where we want to be. This club is very powerful. It is built to send the ball as far as possible and as quickly as possible. Now, I want you to think about in retirement planning, what does that sound like? What what are you doing at this point early in retirement? You are literally building a plan. You should be building a plan to get your money to grow as fast as possible and as aggressively as possible. Of course, you want to be safe, and there are some holes in golf even where you don't pull out the driver. There are times where on the tee box you pull out an iron, or there are times on the tee box where you pull out a, a wedge, or maybe you even pull out a fairway wood. Depending on the situation at hand, what are you trying to accomplish? This should be done exactly the same way in your investment plan. What are you trying to accomplish? Are you 25 and you're going to work until you're 65? Or are you 25 and hoping to retire by the time you're 50? What are you trying to accomplish here? Pulling out the driver in this story is us saying, okay, it's time to grow, and we know we could have some left or right movement in the stock market, that's up or down movement, but if we do it correctly, we have a pretty good chance of understanding where this money or where this ball is going to end up in the game of golf, where this money is going to end up in the game of finance. The second shot, if you remember, was in the middle of the fairway. And if you remember, I pulled out a fairway wood. That fairway wood would represent me changing investments just a little bit to a less aggressive style of investing. 
a little bit less aggressive as you get closer, say 10 to 15 years away from retirement, you need to start mixing in some security, some type of understanding of instead of it being, you know, in golf, 20 yards to the right or 20 yards to the left, with this particular club, you should be somewhere between 10 yards to the right or 10 yards to the left of your target. There should be a whole lot less margin for error here. You should be able to have a good understanding of where it's going to go. And I hit that fairway wood fairly decently, but it was a little bit to the right of where I was aiming. It's okay because the next shot was close to the green. But if you remember what happened to my son, his shot went completely off of the toe of the club and into a bunker. Rather than stopping and reevaluating where he was or maybe asking me what club he should use, he took his fairway wood into the bunker and swung several times at the ball. Even after making contact, he made mistakes because he was using the wrong club. We see a lot of people who have made mistakes early on or even you know, 10 to 15 years away from retirement. They went through like a 2008 scenario or a 2022 scenario recently. And they are continuing to use the same types of vehicles that got them there to try and get them out. That may not be the best approach. If that's you, you need to call somebody. 270-600-PLAN. We'll get our team in front of you for a second opinion. 270-600-PLAN. If you have seen 2022 erase some of your money and you're just not satisfied, you feel like maybe you should be pulling out a second club or a different type of club, we can tell you which one to use depending on where you are. Let's go closer to the hole with my ball. My ball is now setting on uh, the third shot. And I need to get over a bunker. So if you remember, I pull out a sandwich, a 60-degree wedge. It's designed specifically for taking the ball up in the air and landing very softly on the green. And that is what you need to be doing as you get closer to retirement. The proverbial golf hole is your retirement. The, the golf hole and the retirement, the pin and retirement are the exact same thing in this analogy. And as you get closer, you need to be using tools that are more precise in generating you income. There are ways to invest with a sand wedge, just like there are ways to invest with a driver. And when you have landed on the green, now you pull out your putter. If you are using a a putter in a greenside bunker like my son did, you're not doing it correctly. If you are using tools like annuities or life insurance or bonds and you're 15 or 20 years away from retirement, you're probably doing it wrong. But if you are on the green, those are the exact tools you should be using. When you're on the green, you should not be using the S&P 500 when you're two or three years from retirement. When you're in retirement, there's way too much volatility, way too much error inside of that. We see a lot of people who have retired and they're still using their driver to try and chip the ball in. Or they're using their driver to try and put their ball in. There are much more efficient tools to do that. You cannot use the putter on the tee box, and you cannot use the driver on the green. There's nothing that says you can't. It's just not the right thing to do. And what's funny is there are some financial advisors who hold themselves out to be financial advisors, and they believe that the putter is the only thing you should ever use. 
or we've got some financial advisors who are out there and believe there sh- there should never be a reason for a putter. Only use a driver. Hit it far, hit it long. I'm really good with my driver, and I never miss. I never pick the wrong stock. You believe in me, and you're going to go far. Well, I've got news for you. If you're three feet from the hole, and you haul back and hit the driver, you have done yourself absolutely no good. You are not playing the game to win. You're just playing the game to hit it as far as you can. And there are some people who like to keep score that way. There are some people who are what we call long ball hitters, and that's all they like to do. But in retirement, unfortunately, you don't have the next hole. You have one hole. You have one chance, one chance to do this thing. You do not play 18 holes. You play one. And if you're not doing it correctly, then you could end up with a score you're not very happy with. I'm telling you, if you use the right tools and you have a caddy by your side, R.D. Smothers Wealth Management can be your caddy. If you're using the right tools and you have a caddy by your side, there is a really good chance that you will succeed in this game we call retirement. We're using this proverbial golf game essentially because the masters are on TV, but I'm telling you, it holds true in your retirement plan as well. Use the right tools. Be patient. Do not try to correct your mistakes because you will most likely have mistakes along the way. Do not try to correct your mistakes with the same tools that you used to get in that mistake. And be sure you're not trying to do it alone. All right, guys, that's our show. I appreciate you tuning in each and every week. I always enjoy these types of shows where we take a story, we use it as an analogy. This is a really really interesting story and there's so many parallels i could go on for hours but we only have 30 minutes to spend with you we appreciate you spending that time with us our number is 270600 plan and let me tell you something if you are trying to work on your retirement plan alone or you're working on your retirement plan with someone who has not talked to you about social security medicare investments income all of these things wrapped around the same goal and that is your goal If you've only got someone who is good at using the driver and they're not actually using the tool that we would consider Social Security, or they're not using the tool of, say, an annuity or a life insurance plan, or they're not using the tool of stocks and bonds and ETFs, and they're afraid of any of those tools, if you've got a quote-unquote financial advisor who's not doing that for you, we would love to be a second set of eyes. If you have seen your account go down in the last year, more than 10 or 15%, and you are close to retirement, you are on the green of retirement, you need to be getting a second opinion. 270-600 plan. Again, 270-600 plan. I am telling you this as a PSA. We have seen a lot of people recently who have come to us very dissatisfied with what their account has been doing, and they know they're close to retirement. If that's you, 270-600-PLAN. I would love to talk to you. But until we talk again, always remember to save money, plan well, and live happy in retirement. God bless.
Investment advisory services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Artie Smothers Wealth Management are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Artie Smothers Wealth Management is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained here and provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Artie Smothers Wealth Management.